Okay, so welcome all listeners to the Peninsulads, um, which is the name uh, we're using only to disguise ourselves. Um, we are still, as always, the Pirate Casters. We're very Those proud being, of the name, though. We, we are, yes. It's a, a good cloak. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Beautiful Max Jets, who has recently um, filled his stomach, and hopefully mm-hmm. that will uh, help his mind go, churn away. We have Kevin. Would you like to the, the astute listener knows it was an apple. Yeah, yeah. It's an apple. <laughs> we have Kevin who is hot off the uh the heels of a massive victory in some sport. So um, true. And uh joining us specially we have uh Kiwi Palo Palo. <laughs> um sorry. Um who would like us to make clear does not know um, much of what's going on, but is very happy to be here and will um, offer her insights as a uh, new uh, pirate master fan. Very accurately put. Great. Wait, you know what? I'm actually hold on. I'm I'm shocked right now. I I just looked. At Kiwi, how do you say that? Kiwi Paulo's roles, right? And the entire time, I thought that this was just a previous player with a new username, and I, I'm just now realizing that they're just a spec. At, okay, hold on. Not nearly uh, a spec, but <laughs> in fact, <laughs> not at all. The new, our latest, our latest True. host, Kiwi. <laughs> I just, yeah. the profile picture reminded me of Lisa's. So this entire time I was just kind of operating under the assumption that this was a Lisa with a new username from season mm-hmm. five. And the pink VIP spec roll kind of threw me off because that was the old season five color. So now I'm all out of whack and I'm really confused now. Uh, this is, uh, all right. It's good that we talked for an entirety of 10 seconds before we started recording so that we can uh, share this experience live with everyone who's listening. Only 10 <laughs> seconds before this. There was no time shared. We got in the VC and we started instantly. <laughs> yeah. So, Kevin, first question goes to you. Did you know that we were having uh, Kiwi Paolo as guest? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Just, <laughs> we can skip that introduction. Um, I was pretty certain. Okay, perfect. Um, so, who would like to tell us what <laughs> has gone on since we uh, last uh, potted? Uh, okay, second question goes to Max. Would you like to tell us what happened since the last time we potted? <laughs> okay, so the last time we potted, we were uh hmm. <laughs> okay so uh <laughs> were, the, were the black spots made yet yes the yes. black spots were made okay um, that should have been a question three shot at someone by the way so i'm gonna keep count count we're at question four now okay um nick went home 
saw him go home. We did. Um, it was it was a hashtag Brochacho blindside actually. Was he Brett blindside? Yeah, he, he got he got idled out. That's true. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> keeping you up, keeping you up. You got this. I've given so, you all the tools in the toolbox. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting so more and more to feel like I'm I'm on the right podcast here with people people on my level. We're all did Kim, did you say we were sleep deprived? Um no, uh I didn't because I <laughs> forgot to do so because we are all sleep deprived. I think it's um. well I think Kevin's doing okay. I'm only on adrenaline right now. I was awoke out for eight hours. My social battery is dead. Gotcha. I'm sorry you have to talk perfect, to us. Um, no, yeah, it's okay. Conditions. The podcast is life. Yeah. Can't agree more. Um, it's uh, 8 a.m. So, in Finland, so... What was that? <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris... Uh, Chris had the pardon. Um... So I think I think he would have stayed if he didn't have it. Um, obviously, he got the majority votes, but sleep would have flipped. Um, did he need one more than that? I'm, I mean, I'm guessing if he was putting an effort, uh, he could have. Yeah, he didn't even talk to anyone that round. It was very talked about in confessionals that Chris was doing absolutely nothing. I don't think that's totally fair, but no, it's actually pretty fair. Just because he doesn't talk to everyone does not mean he's talking to no one. Mm. Um, so we're very happy that Chris had the pardon. I presume because who's we? Are you are you sad about Nick? <laughs> Yeah, you know me. I was actually a big Knicks fan. You you really believe the hypo? You could say so. Um. So so you you are not you are not a big Chris fan. You wish Chris had gone home. Um. Well, actually, after seeing his newly posted selfie in Upper Deck, I think he's actually kind of the coolest guy on the ship. No, I said guy, not gal. So, <laughs> there's that. Oh, we noticed. K- killer legitimate pirate beard, right? Yeah, he does. Um, so, we got our next round. Do we want to talk about the expedition? I think Kim um, would. This is kind of his area. Yes. So let me click on uh, midship <laughs> and see what the expedition was. It was ultimate tic tac toe. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I was actually very excited to see this challenge run because, as everyone knows, I am the world expert on this particular game. Um, yes. And I wanted to analyze, you know, all the strategic nuances <laughs> and whatever. <laughs> And then Nate comes in and just makes random moves and throws. So that kind of shoots my whole segment in the foot. Um, 
my favorite part about the whole thing was how long he kept up the pretense that he was just dumb enough <laughs> and not actually throwing. Oh, whoops, misspelled that. Oh, didn't mean to type that out. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Did, did, <laughs> which was still happening after the expedition ended? Yeah, he kept going. Yeah. I mean, he knew, obviously, that he looked full of shit, but I think he was having a great time. The comedic high point of the season so far. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I would actually say, because Nate hasn't been bringing a lot to his confessionals, but I think uh, I think this offset that by quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read out an excerpt of Nate being an absolute master of deception um, in black. So here it goes. <clears throat> middle left, middle left, top left. Oh, Mike goes, huh? Mike goes, lol, wait, what? Oh, shit, mistyped again. Bottom board, middle square, <laughs> bottom board, middle square. Maddie goes, no. Nate goes, wait, top left at Big Mike. <laughs> what is going on? We lost. Gibble then goes, top middle, top middle at Big Mike. Nate Phew. I mean, no! And then Gibble with a heartfelt, Nate, fuck off. Don't DM me again. Which really sent it off in a great note. I think Gibble... Yeah, I think Gibble really really accentuated the comedy by playing it so seriously. (laughs) I know. I woke up to that and I was just so blown away at like reading how Nate was actually trying to force the oh my bad narrative was just so good because 15 minutes prior he was arguing about his move being the one that was supposed to be correct and then he goes right back to being oh my bad that's on me like what mm-hmm. that is all but you gotta uh, respect through all of this okay mansplainer yes. What? Uh huh. I know you weren't talking to me. <laughs> no, I was talking to Max. It's a rude interruption. Yeah. No, I just said I. Uh, you gotta respect the commitment of that. That was all. Go on, Max. Uh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> wait. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth segue. <laughs> do we want? <laughs> do we want to? Re- do we want to release this? Um. Mm, 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 mm. So. <laughs> I don't. What are you even hesitating about? I don't get it. <laughs> I didn't remember what I was gonna say. Um. So, uh, we had you know Nate was throwing, thinking that Chris would be the captain on the other side. Um. Sherlock. Has been, you know, telling people of the the pregame between Gibble, Shaw, and have they? They aren't yet including Matt in this group. Yes, they are not including Max yet. Well, kind of, not really though. Good insight, Max. That's what I was thinking as well. Um, 
Did Max die? Uh, I hope uh, Max <laughs> did not DC. No, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, oh we can hear you now. <laughs> what, did, what did I say last? Never mind. Um. <laughs> if it wasn't, if it didn't go through, it's obviously just not meant to be. Continue on your next point. Okay, great. No, from from, uh, from the outsider's perspective, it's interesting because I had no idea about who had any pregame connections. But what I've been yeah. confused by is why nobody's why they haven't been outed yet. That's what I don't get. They have been outed just in like DMs and they like everyone pretty much knows about it now. It's funny though because two people who are primarily pushing like that aren't Nate and Sherlock um are Lisbon and Sleep who know each other outside of this and literally applied together and applied at coordinated different <laughs> times so that they didn't get seen as a pregame. And Nate is also connected with literally everyone that he's trying. Oh, sleeping Chris, my bad. Don't care. Uh, Chris is even (laughs) an even bigger protagonist than the. So my point just got proven even more. Hashtag thank you, Max underscore Jets. And um, Nate is involved with Gibble, Maddie, Max, and Mike as well. But he's just like coasting through it. So it is what it is. Nate is not coasting at all. He's doing the exact opposite. He's coasting. He's he's throwing expeditions. He's he's not even using these pregame connections. He's throwing he's... them away. Anyways, uh, after that... Uh, actually, this is no. just poor biased analysis. It's not biased analysis. You know, I think the problem here—the problem here—is that Kevin is upset that he no longer has the greatest ultimate tic-tac-toe throw in history. Mm. I think Mom was pretty funny. It Gibble was, was the captain yeah. for two rounds. Desert was like an eight-time captain and was about to be a nine-time ca- time ca- time captain. Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, this I is think more we're... dramatic, but not as funny. Mine was dramatic because it was because I was gonna like go home. Yeah, I mean, and for I think... all the new new viewers out there, what season was this? All stars. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> trying to so ca- I think, trying I mean... to cater to any and all new viewers. Yeah, I mean, I think what's frustrating, like. Obviously, we're always going to expect pregame relationships um, in a Pirate Master season just by, like, the method of casting and how small the um, org is. Um, I think what's, like, frustrating is that it's, like, like, it's a whole block of five, which is, like such a massive part of the game like you're gonna expect pairs you might expect trios but like like a group of five is so powerful you just need to like swing a person or two and that's super substantial and what's extra uh i guess frustrating is that like max is just not really active at all. He's just kind of existing as a number for them. And then we also have Mike, who uh, pops 
in and out at times. I don't know if he's actually doing anything, though. He thought that Nate's throw was more funny than annoying, even though it was directly against him. So that's a plus to, a plus to Michael. Also, yeah, well, I think that shows his lack of investment. Because oh, Gibble yeah. and Maddie are pissed because they're, like, trying so hard. And Mike's like, what's going on again? Like, oh, that's, like, objective. But I also don't care about this. All I have to say is that this is what happens when Mike says... Invite your friends. Pre games are allowed. Uh, it's. I whisper that so maybe he doesn't hear it when he inevitably gets to this part. <laughs> it's uh, it's um, not Tokyo Terrors. That's that's the name of their alliance chat, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Reading that is, uh, is no. No. Wait, were we talking about? Well, that's Max? that's part of it. Tokyo um, Terror, the, the not Tokyo Terror's alliance is by far the most active part of it. Yeah, though Shadi just created the trivia band roulette with all five of them. Um, it's not like Max contributes anything, anyways. So. No, my point was that uh, the Tokyo Terror's uh, one is interesting to read because it feels like Kibble and Maddie are uh, doing not much else than explaining <laughs> to Mike what the heck yeah. is going on in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which makes for really uh, Maddie and Shari. excellent entertainment, yeah. and also, yeah, it's very no, it's not Tokyo Terror, so it's Gibble and Mike and Maddie. Um, it's Mike based, Shari based on and the Maddie and oh, I'm so sorry, it's not Max. I'm, I'm literally <laughs> literally Christ sitting Christ. here with this open because I don't know Please this, so me. I'm not. I'm sorry for mansplaining immediately. I was going to say, you just heard mansplaining live in the air. Oh, wow. This is disgusting. <laughs> to I, should up, I leave? I told you. Oh, I yeah. told you you would know more than the actual hosts. You had doubts, <laughs> but... <laughs> I did. But you know what I do? When I have doubts, I scroll down to the chats and I look. <laughs> Max is getting owned live on air right now. This is kind of nervous. None of us are going to come out of this looking good. <laughs> I think we're all... Ex except well, me. Kiwi might look okay. <laughs> Anyhow, um, I was going so... to say about not, not Tokyo Terrors that... It's a yes. very useful chat for people like me who have no idea what's going on because, I mean, clearly, oh. you know, my, Mike is me. So all the dumb Mike questions is the I might have. Surrogate. Yeah, <laughs> Mike just asks them for me. It's very handy. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. We need a Mike on every season. Right. Thank you, Mike. Um, so the pre-game, I mean, it seems like some people don't totally believe Sherlock, um, some people haven't been properly reached out to, which is a shame, because I do think the window is closing, um, on when they can really shake things up. Obviously, um, things will get interesting at some point, but, um... Between uh, what's Shadi's uh, officer selection, which does not include the people in his group, 
and means that they will have a harder time voting for captain um, for an opposing captain on the opposite crew. I don't know if they if they keep Gavin or Blaze on their side, then I think they're looking pretty smooth. That was kind of what I meant I'm, earlier when I said that I was surprised that uh, it hadn't been like the pregame stuff hadn't been brought up more because it's very different to, you know, DM people about it than to actually have an open conversation where you force the people to either admit to it or lie. Yeah. And Choco has since come around because she said in confessionals that she thought it was kind of made up, but now that she's, like, tried to question Maddie and talk to Shadi, that she, uh, she believes it now, and she does not trust them, which is funny, because, uh, she's doing a great job at coming off trustworthy to them, it sounds like. So yeah. what do you think um, a, a, a accurate way to resist such a pregame block um, would look like? Because from my perspective, it's much easier to play. I mean, obviously, it's much easier to play from a position of power um, mm -hmm. with an, a kind of understanding that unless something um, happens that really shakes up your... Um, your alliance, you're going to stick together, right? So, oh, like, yeah. what what should everyone else be doing right now? Pray for a good crew swap, because that's all it takes. All I mean, you need is to like win one captaincy and make two people your officers, and then just move on. That's all, literally that's all they need right now. But they need to get a lucky, pretty lucky draw at this point. It's not even that lucky. Splitting a group of five across two splits of six and six or six and five or five and five is not is not hard. They're not gonna they're not gonna roll five on in the next three rounds in a row. It's just it's just not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean if they keep and one the plus Gavin is or... that Shoddy made two people who aren't even an alliance member his officers. So now there's only Next round going to be three slots for four people to get rolled onto his crew. And he's guaranteed to have two people who are basically going to definitely try to throw him out of captaincy every single yeah. time he plays. And well, unless they can like, keep buying sabotage to like eliminate the bottom two times or like, you know, do a mix of whatever the sabotage does, like, he's, he's going to get thrown out. Yeah, but those officers are what make him better set up because... No, it's dumb. They're more likely to be throwing to a crew that is voting for someone in that pregame already. I mean, I think the... I've always thought that making two people your officer who you don't want to vote is dumb because people forget that, like... Like, all it would take is, like, since Mike is obviously not invested, for example, if Mike decides that it would be funny, because that's literally, like, what he's doing right now, if he decides it would be funny to vote mutiny with them, that's all it takes. And then suddenly it comes down to officer, officer, uh, fuck, officer decision. And like, if it comes down to that, uh, Shadi's definitely gone. 
So like, I've always thought that making two people non-voters is dumb. I think you can do one, but always keep like one voter, like one officer that like, you know, will keep you around to your side. And Shadi's like waiting for either a blunder or like an ally to flip on him and it's all done. So like, there's more opportunities than people are making it out to be. It's like what my entire point was. Like, it's not like a, like a we're waiting for the perfect opportunity. There, there's many ways to get away around this. People are just like very easily discouraged right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I don't see that scenario very likely either. Um, that Mike throws a mutiny vote, but you probably know him better than I do. He's dumb, so yeah, it would happen. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I agree overall with what Kevin is saying. Um, I think obviously having two two officers picked like that is, I mean, you're basically gambling. You're, it's very high risk, high reward, right? And it's not, I don't see a reason to go for that here. Um, and I think the broader point about how there are many ways to disrupt um, a seemingly uh, unstoppable alliance is absolutely true. I think if um, if the outside were to be playing harder, um, it's just a matter of, of when, not if, they can find a break. Yeah, I mean... They just need to make sure they get Gavin and Blaze on their side. Which isn't going to happen, by the way. How come? I feel like you need to back that up with, like, <laughs> something. Because <laughs> uh, Gavin is not going to... Gavin is not going to vote against Maddie's wishes for the foreseeable future, and you can book that and bring it up when I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. <laughs> I mean, I think that sounds fair. I think um, they're really close. Yeah, I don't... It's not gonna happen. And Blaze is also like, mm, mm, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's gonna happen. And also, Sherlock is like completely fucking himself right now and everyone else. And when he inevitably blows up because he's going to freak himself out, which he already is, which he's done nearly every time, uh, it's going to get worse. Um, I don't see how he's fucking everyone. He is. I mean, he's helping by no, pointing really. out what's happening. Everyone has well, slowly it- figured out that him and Nate were like buddy buddy. And the more he's like actively pushing the votes away onto Nate, he's very subtly because he he knows that he needs votes on Nate in order to have enough Andrew votes because there's not going to be like five Andrew votes, but there can be three Andrew votes with like four Nate votes. Um, but the more he pushes those votes onto Nate, he's he's very obviously like showing more and more connection ties, and it'll it'll break through soon. Like people will realize because I think I think people know that Nate has the part in. Even though there's like there might be a vote submitted on him right now. Um. Yeah, but what do you mean he's fucking everyone over? Like, I mean, by I, he he is helping by to like the opposition at least by. Yeah, he's helping I the just... opposition. I meant he's fucking like the people on his side. Not 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 the entire game, but he, like 
he will eventually when he like in when he eventually exits because i'm gonna say that he's gone this round um when he has like his final words he's gonna like try to expose the pregame as if everyone doesn't know but he's gonna make like a big show of it like kiwi was saying he should do but he's gonna do it way too late aka when he's gone and that'll be that shot to the other side and he'll have completed his cycle of pretty much ruining everyone's game in some way i don't see how that ruins everyone's game yeah i think that's i think it might make the season the rest of the season more interesting actually because if it hadn't come out that there's a pre-game alliance listen then... i'm a hashtag sherlock hater i'm not going to concede this point <laughs> I, I don't fine yeah. but, i mean that's been clear I, I, he's I just lethargic think, of the season I, I think it's good uh, if the people who are being targeted by, you know, uh, a pregame type alliance, it's uh, only fair that they should know about it so that they can choose to maybe do something about it. And if that's Sherlock's legacy in this season, I, I wouldn't consider it a bad one necessarily at all. Mm, it's a pretty bad legacy. I, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. Keep me <laughs> I'm never going to concede a point positively about Sherlock. Not until he's gone. Once he's gone, I'll start singing Sherlock praises. I mean, I don't think he's... I don't know. Like, obviously, he's done stuff poorly to be put up um, this round, but I don't know. I think I think all the, the Sherlock criticisms are overblown constantly by your i mean no but to be fair i do have to say that i don't even think at least to me to my eyes it didn't seem like the problem was being put up it was what happened after uh which seemed to be him just completely shifting everyone's attention onto him by trying to orchestrate some things uh with such a large amount of people that it's practically impossible to keep things under wraps at this point. I think, yeah. I think that's... someone actually called this out in Spec Lounge too. I don't remember who it was, but someone said, um, well, it was like a conversation about how Sherlock is better when he thinks he has power, but he actually doesn't rather than when he does have power and he actually like uses it. Like it's better when he, I think the exact quote was like, he's better when he thinks he's doing more than he actually is. Because, like, when he's in power, he, like, tends to fumble it a little bit. Like, just now. Like, he had a pretty big say. He had, like, that alliance. And then he tried to do too much with it. Like, a pretty big move where he had to, like, throw an expedition, get the votes, get the captaincy. And then, you know, like, get certain officers and all that stuff. And he did it, like, the first round he had any real say after being nominated. And then when his, like, the second step of the plan, which was get captaincy, failed, it all fell apart on him. And now it's, like, falling right back onto him. It's like what what you give comes and goes. Sure, but I think he was. I mean, once he was put up, like you do have to go for it. Like it's you know, like he didn't lay down and die. He was like, we have to make this work. And the like it, it the execution wasn't great. Obviously, they needed to focus more on developing some of the outsiders, like Blaze and. Gavin. I mean, I don't know if Blaze might be a lost cause with their K responses, but um, focus <laughs> more on making sure everyone is like, knows what's going on and like, have a good relationship with them. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see 
I don't see the going all out as a bad I don't think everyone should lay low all the time and I think sometimes you have to go for broke and it didn't work well, out but if when it, you're a player with a track record of Sherlock you probably shouldn't go big every single season and expect something to change when it never works in your favor it never sure, has but, yeah I, I mean, mean his strategy has been pretty consistently the same where he makes a fucking alliance a pretty big alliance and then it gets exposed in some way whether it like crumbles Someone tell like it, sometimes it's not even his fault. Like last time in All Stars, it really was not his fault. But the 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 statement is the same that like it seems that he does a slight variation of the same game every single time and has gotten him absolutely nowhere. Like barely very little success has ever come of this like alliance into big move into fuck up into going home like strategy. And his first season was his best, and ever since then the same thing has really not worked at all. So, like, eventually you have to look at it as sometimes, like, not everyone should lay low, but some people should probably lay low before they go big. Like, it's it's just one of those things. Yeah, I mean, like, as someone who um, obviously is a fan of insane big moves that, you know, just go for broke, and um, if they fail, you know, that's it. Um, I... I think I agree more with Kevin on this point, at least with Sherlock, because what I think Sherlock doesn't understand, okay, if you're in a better position, if you're in like a dominant alliance, you need to focus on um, gradually improving your position. You need to um, just shore up any loose ends. You need to make sure everyone who um, who is with you is happy and you don't need to do anything. If you're on the bottom, if you're on the outside of an alliance, if you're a target, um, you don't have the luxury to do that. So you do need to make big plays, um, but you have to constantly keep in mind the fact that a big play only works if there is some kind of foundation um, underneath it. And I think that Sherlock um, has a tendency of just ignoring that kind of gradual improvement on both sides. Right, there's like no, there's no buildup. It's it's like he's trying to perform a magic trick, um, rather than, um, what would be better even, um, just an incredibly convoluted, but still strategic plan. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Like I like he just he rushes to the finished product before he completes the foundation like you said and like it it just never works like i don't know like i and i don't even think he was on the bottom before but like i think on the same level of like having like shore up your like loose ends as like once you get into power you also need to remember to like those on the outside are just as valuable as those on the inside so like i think people outside of the pregame are not talking to the pregame as much which doesn't do much for you when it comes down to them helping you when you need it, like Sherlock. You know, Sherlock, you can say all you want in support of him, but the first thing he did pretty much after he got nominated was ping shoddy in the alliance and go, I don't talk to you because I think you're boring or something like that. Like, that's probably not <laughs> what you should do when you're then going to beg his friends to not vote you out. It's not really like a, an optimal thing to do so it's it's yeah, a whole it's a whole it's a whole thing like it's it's not like <laughs> one specific thing that sherlock has done this time it's it's a culmination of 
adding someone to an already made alliance, telling someone that you uh, don't talk to them because they're boring, et cetera, et cetera. It's not, it's not one thing. It's a culmination. It's an entire game, a game plan that's just made to fail. And I think that's okay, all can, it is. Yeah, Based I mean, on that. Sleep can, was the one that told him to add Chris to the alliance. You don't have to agree to everything. That. Uh, go ahead, okay. Oh, oh, no, I was just going to ask based on, you know, that whole. <laughs> uh, I would uh, call it a rant, maybe. Uh, what do you guys think the percentage is of anybody else going home next and not Sherlock? 5%. I mean, it's, e it's either. Sherlock or Nate, I don't think there's any chance. No, of can't Andrew. be Nate. Uh, can't can't be Nate. Okay, we we weren't. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Who, like who yeah. cares? Okay, we're spoiling that Nate got the pardon officially. <laughs> I think we already said this before, to be honest. Yeah, but we weren't going to. Um, we weren't. I can just cut this out, actually. No, it's fine. It's been clear. You would it, have to. It literally doesn't matter. I don't think. Yeah. Oh no, but what if Gibbles Alt, who's currently listening to this, tunes in? This is crazy. Uh, I think 5% is a good... Uh, good... <laughs> a good number. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Andrew's gonna be going here. Um, Unless you yeah, like, I mean, some social standing out of his ass, then yeah, I think it's fun. I don't think um, Sherlock has played by any means. I just think uh, there needs to be some pushback against the hyperbole, and I feel like it's been more level-headed now. I think so. Mm -hmm. uh, can yeah, I then I we, just, we should just... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Follow-up question, but it's going to pivot to uh, maybe another topic, so... Um, That's fine. I was just going to ask who you guys think at this point in the game if sherlock is obviously the one right at the bottom right now who do you guys think is uh playing the best is in the best position in the game gavin or maddie, maddie. i think you could have a case for gavin or a case for maddie and you would be right with both mm. yeah um yeah, Maddie's probably in the best position. Uh, I guess, you know what? Yeah, I think Gavin. Um, I don't see why Gavin would be put up. Maddie, I think, will save herself if she's put up against um, her group. But being put up is still obviously worse positioned than... Never being put up. I think the only thought falter that is that like Gavin has slipped up at times, like telling Shadi, who's very obviously closely related to Maddie, um, when Shadi asks him, uh, "Who are you closest with?" He says two people that aren't Maddie, and that goes right back to Maddie. And Maddie, who's basically Gavin's biggest like fan outside of Shadi, now knows that like Gavin isn't talking nearly as high about her as she thinks she is to him so like and she's she openly talked about this that like that was something that like actively concerned her at least in the moment 
Um, mm-hmm. Whereas I think that Maddie has done a better, better job at like shoring up her connection, her connections. Pretty much everyone inside of her group has her at number one. I think everyone does actually, besides maybe Max. And there are people outside of her group that have her at number one or near it, which will like, like when it comes down to it, she can get nominated against her group. And I'm like certain she won't go home, but I don't think she'd go up at all. Cause like she, she talked her way out of getting nommed allegedly with Chris. Um, yeah. And like was... thing, things like that. Just like, yeah. Yeah. The Chris thing was really good. I mean, oh God, a Chris captaincy would have been just so good. Um, <laughs> especially once she saved herself. Like that was very impressive. Um, yeah, but I I agree with all that. Um, I'd still think someone would put her up. Um, but yeah, she's definitely got the chops to work her way out of it with at least a good number of these people. Have you have you guys uh t- like DM'd or talked with Maddie a lot uh, outside of the game? I've talked to her outside of it. She's like told me some things, but like not a ton. Yeah, because the thing I've been wondering all season long is how much of how she writes is how she writes and how much is strategic. (laughs) A lot of it is misspelling. (laughs) Yeah. And there's like 25% game talk. Her confessions aren't... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I meant, like, how much of of the fact that she misspells literally every other word is just the way she talks, and how much of it is, for example, something like making herself seem less like a threat, which would be, you know, a really big break Yeah, well, I was going to say... That's what she was doing. I mean, she still does all the typos in her confessionals, was what I was... um gonna say but maybe it is better in there a little bit i don't know i think this is Um, going to be the question that bothers me the most throughout the season i really want (laughs) to know the true answer yeah i think it's fascinating we can ask her in her winter interview i hope so Well, she's getting it no matter what. We all know this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> going back to the... Good. the um, <laughs> sorry? No, nothing. I was just going to say, just yeah, but, you book. know, good luck to all the others. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Um, going back to the question of Gavin versus Maddie, um, what I would say is that, practically speaking, Gavin has a much easier and clearer game plan. Um, But I think I would prefer to be Maddie here, um, both because it's more my style and because I think if you play it correctly, like if you play both um, positions um, perfectly, I think Maddie um, would come out on top. But it's incredibly, incredibly hard to not slip up somewhere. And like um, Tarjik mentioned in the viewer's lounge a while ago, um, since all roads lead to Maddie, 
it's possible that that <laughs> will, um, paraphrasing, come back to bite her in the ass. So she just has to be very, very careful and conscious. And I think she can pull it out. Uh, I think she has it in her. But it's still going to be hard. I think her being honest in the first two rounds was fantastic. It saved her pretty much. Also, sorry for speaking over you. You can go ahead now. You know, you can also talk. (laughs) It's fine. We just... We're here every single time, so... (laughs) No, I was just going to bring that back to... um to the way she talks, which I feel is an interesting thing in that since she is so hectic all the time in how she talks, I think some blunders that she might make uh, when writing can be covered up just, you know, by being, um, uh, or talking the way she has so far, which I find incredibly interesting, if that does happen. Mm -hmm. So just like playing a little bit, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to say stupid, but you know, <laughs> some nicer word <laughs> that I couldn't come up with right now. <laughs> She's playing innocent, you could say. Yeah, that. well, that's that's a bit much nicer way. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Do we even talk Sit. about? How captaincy was received this round, or did we just dive into this round? I feel like we didn't. Even- um, yeah, so it was pretty tumultuous during the chat, the expedition throwing. Um, we had it flip around quite a bit um, until it was 3 3, Shoddy, and Chris. Um, Sleep and Lisbon almost voted for Shoddy for captain. They did, actually. And then they switched their votes. Um, sorry, I don't. I, did someone else want to talk about this? You go, Queen. You go. You're doing well so far. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, Sleep and Lisbon are in the alliance with Maddie and Shoddy. Is that correct? Yes, uh, the Ghostbusters. I think right. Yes. Also, can I just say, I hate saying shoddy. I always feel like I'm pronouncing it awkwardly, and it's just, I don't know, I, I dread saying it every time. No disrespect. Shoddy's uh, gonna listen to that and cry. How do you feel? No, he won't. How do you feel? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Lisbon and and sleep uh, to vote with their alliance, um, and then they then flipped at some point once sleep came up with his uh, justification for them for why he would vote for Chris. Um, he got into a weird thing where he was lying to Maddie, but not to Shoddy. Um, so I think that was pretty messy, and then, obviously, the flip back didn't help, um, and then we waited all day to find Gavin voting for Shoddy for Captain, which 
What surprised a lot of people. That was a great time. Actually, that was an exciting time. Not knowing who was going to be captain. I thought that Mike was just stalling until I checked the votes and I realized it was 3-3. I was like, oh my god, this is actually interesting. Yeah, and then I was so sad when Gavin chose made his choice. Um, wow! Just say you hate everyone on that side and move on, Max. <laughs> I mean, I think it would have been a much more uh, exciting shift. Um, I mean, obviously we love a good power shift. Um, he was going to put up uh, Gibble, who likely would have got the pardon, and we would have lost Mike or Max, who are bringing almost nothing to the season. Um, it would have opened the game up a lot more, and I think it would have made everything way more fluid. It would have been nice to see Nate succeed in his epic expedition throw. Um, I honestly don't see any benefit for it going the other way, the way that it actually did. Um, Maddie stayed safe, guaranteed. Yeah, another round. That is the right, which she would have been otherwise, anyways. And obviously, as great as Maddie is, um, it's nice to see the people that are on top have their setbacks. Perhaps. Stop making good points. I might even agree with you this time. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we have entered Maddie's villain era. True. (laughs) She is trashing everyone who is not in power because she is serious. And that is an invested queen. That, That is... Could have said it better myself. Yeah, I really respect uh, um, the the players that have come to play, and she is playing very hard and is clearly very invested, which is uh, uh, which is why I actually genuinely read everything she writes uh, in her confessionals. <laughs> Kivi, who are you? Uh, who are you rooting for this season? Uh have to say Choco, I think. Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> I believe so. Mm-hmm. I just um, decided yes. Uh, I realized I don't have the knowledge. I think I copied it from one of you, so if it's wrong, um, I'm just going to blame one of you. No, I I relate yeah. so, so much to Choco and the way uh, she's very straightforward and very honest about being nervous about a lot of these things and being like unsure of what the right choices and um yeah i think she seems like a you know genuine person who who's come here to make connections and have fun and you know not uh well be inactive or you know uh purposefully backstab others which also makes it a very interesting to see how um, she's going to react to the game once she has to actually start making some pretty big moves that are going to hurt people Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's been great so far. Um, do we know how she got distrusted by everyone in the opposition? I mean, I would just look at her no, confessional. Well. If she if she talks like that to other people, she just exudes this like weirdly this um, trustworthiness and like earnestness that uh, 
that I I would trust her. She was DMing me. Yeah, but they they think she she like betrayed them. Because that's why Sherlock made that other alliance, and he said, "Well, we had to exclude Choco because she betrayed us." Which I don't. I guess I missed something. Yeah, maybe we all did. I don't know. <laughs> Zero clue. Ken, do you know? Uh, I have no idea. Though if I would have to <laughs> bullshit an explanation, um, it's you. that Choco uh, is, because she's being so earnest, she's not um, coming off as the type of person who's reliably uh, partial, right? She's. I don't think she views the game as uh, black and white as someone like Sherlock would. And that makes her dangerous, right? Because she could potentially, um, if she wanted to, um, use her ability to gain trust and just sidestep all of the power structures in play um, and build something new. So obviously, if one side believes that the power structures are as good as they're going to get and necessary in some sense, um, she has to be labeled as an enemy, as untrustworthy, and has to be just wholesale excluded um, before anyone starts listening to what she might say. It's prophylaxis. Action taken to prevent disease. Ah, Max, you're going for a record there. Come on. By specified are you, are means you, or against a specified disease. Are you Googling what prophylactic what? means? <laughs> Anyways. Um, does any, <laughs> do we have any other topics to get to? To be clear, I base uh, none of that on any evidence whatsoever. Just so my viewers know. It was, it was, I could, yeah. Viewers, eh? I was worried that uh, Heaven was going to say so true, and I would have said, is it? <laughs> I want to say something, so just... to say something was so true when it obviously isn't. <laughs> I have more. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, in, I'm just very invested in, in her narrative. I think, uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out during this season. So hashtag te team Choco for me. I think right now. Love that. Um, do we have anything else to get to, or should we wrap it up? I'm good. I'm definitely good. I think the other three of us are uh, excited thinking about pillows. <laughs> Very Def much so. Definitely. <laughs> One, I know, I, I feel like every time we finish talking about Sherlock, um, I want to come back to Sherlock. But I just have one more thought. And the problem is 
the elements of their game and their the specific things they want to do are often totally reasonable um but it's as if they like take like a good game disassemble it and like throw it into a bag shake it around and then uh pull it back out throw it on the carpet and say okay this is my game now right there's like no coherence to any of it to any of the uh individually good parts and that's the downfall He has great Coraline profile picture. Indeed. Fucking hate Coraline. God. What the fuck? What You're more of a paranormal guy. I don't. I don't fucking hate Coraline, I, but I kind of fucking hate that profile picture because it creeps me out. It's adorable. <laughs> what do you freaks have against Coraline? That is by like far the, the scariest children's movie to exist, and you you can't tell me otherwise. I'm sorry. Coraline rules. Coraline oh, does anything movie. but rule. It's a good movie, but it's really scary. Yeah, when you but watch it like scary. 12 years old, it's fucking horrible. Look, I think so some people here need to read my letterbox review of Coraline. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kevin's then just you'll change your tune. I am. <laughs> Okay, glad we cleared that up. So that's what this it's is based clearly, on. Trauma. This is clearly a biased take against Coraline, and I don't a think a biased take. I have many people that will actively we, agree with me. We should have those for the podcast. Hey, Mega. Um, just wondering if you're listening to this. Please let us know in VIP Spec Lounge if you're also traumatized by Coraline. If you say anything, <laughs> but if you say anything but yes, I'll probably block you. So just letting you know. <laughs> Hey Mega, um, say your thoughts on Coraline, but, you know, I hope they're sincere. I hope you're having a great day. That was so nice, Max. Actually, yeah. so nice. That was so sweet. And I'm, I'm proud of you for pulling that one out, even if you're wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> game respects game. <laughs> Kiwi, uh, do you have any final thoughts? Oh, no. Uh, um, not really, just that I'm very excited to, to see. I'm honestly very excited for there to be way less people so that it's easier to follow. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, like, yeah. I feel like everyone's been saying that this is a very good season, but I think what makes it a good mm-hmm. season, probably for a lot of, um, you know, viewers or listeners whatever who have readers who have been present for many seasons already is the fact that there's so much going on so fast and this being my first org you know i i did not know what that term meant a mere month ago so (laughs) you know to come here and try to follow this it's it's not easy especially when the the theme is pirate master which in and of itself is probably one of the most confusing reality uh shows to ever air i'm guessing so oh mike didn't listen this far he might be well, i base i fully base this on the fact that uh when mike invited me to uh to the server he said oh it's a game probably only i understand in the universe so you know I, I feel like which is true. <laughs> I feel... 
He hasn't yeah, even played. Like... He's such a fraud. Sorry, Big Mike. Mike would win 10 times out of 10. I'll see yeah, my ass. I'll believe it when I see it. He <laughs> would win a good number. I genuinely I, I do not him. think he would win. I, I have great faith in him just based on how much he knows about the game. Zero faith. I love you, Big Mike. You're okay, I guess, Mike. Should we should we finish? Um, do we have anything else to say? Uh, Kiwi, you have been a spectacular guest. Thank you. uh, Excellent perspective. (laughs) I was happy to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, awesome. <laughs> we're, we're, we're we're honored to have you. Very honored. Great time. Kim, <laughs> great. Always great to have you as well. Thank you, Kevin. And I'm so good Max to hear you. Great voice. to have you as well. Aww. You as well, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. What if I have to say still? TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. I was about to compliment all of you, and you just interrupted it. Never mind. I'm she does so have to say sorry. still. Oh, <laughs> I was just going to say, I just just going to say that this is going to make listening to this podcast a lot easier in the future because I um, could never really tell everybody's uh, voices apart. So now I, <laughs> now I finally you couldn't understand Kim's voice. <laughs> no, the the funny part is that that. No, just say you're a fake fan. Voices. Just say you're a fake fan. Say you're a fake Kim. Well, move on. I I feel like I don't need to because you just did it for me. But uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying? The funny thing is what? Oh, was it me that said that? I don't know. It's eight fifty four a.m. I don't oh, know anything anymore. All right. <laughs> Well, good morning, and uh, let's let's end this shit. Ten <laughs> seconds. Everyone knows the deal. You have ten seconds again. Anything or anything you want to say, even though we already did this. I don't really care. <laughs> we went over an hour again, by the way. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys. Audience. You're Just very. You're very funny and great. Thank you. That was the nicest thing we've ever had said to us by a guest. Dang it. What the hell?